The issues and views discussed on the Roll Call Room podcast are the sole opinions of the guest or host and do not reflect the views of any agencies or government offices. Persons discussed on the show may be fictional or exaggerated for comedic purposes. The Roll Call Room podcast is not responsible for any injuries sustained while listening to include, but not limited to, busting a gut, laughing until you cry, nausea, crying until you laugh, alcohol poisoning, and a sudden and intense dislike for those named Steve. Please use caution while operating a motor vehicle, as the podcast is not liable for any traffic violations or damage. This podcast is rated explicit, and listener discretion is advised. Epstein didn't kill him. People always ask the question. I say, man, tell me what Nike stands for. They said, oh, ink, that's easy. Just do it. I said, tell me what Adidas stands for. Oh, ink, that's easy, man. Impossible is nothing. I said, now tell me what you stand for. When people look at you, do they think excuses? When people look at you, do they think victory? When people look at you, do they think that's a person that's going to give me everything they got, not on some days, but on every day, and it's not going to be predicated upon if I feel like it, because I think we all know if we only worked on the days when we felt like it, none of us would get much accomplished. I'm talking about the real level of commitment, not the commitment that falls in line if everything goes right. I'm speaking of the commitment that says, I am going to stay true to what I said I would do long after the mood that I've set it in his life. See, most people, ladies and gentlemen, are stoppable. Most people, all you have to do is tell them no. All you have to do is make it inconvenient for them. All you have to do is make it difficult for them and they're stuck. See, when you go to get your goal, don't think that all you have to do is think positive and everything's gonna work out okie dokie for you. When you go to get your goal, you are sending a telegram to Murphy's Law to visit you personally. You thought you was just gonna have a dream and a goal and you were just gonna wake up and just walk into the sunset. You're like, dream, boom. It don't work like that. You have a dream and then life pumps you. Life pumps you and say, do you really want this? You gonna lose friends, do you really want this? Do you really want this? Cousins gonna abandon you. People that you used to be like this with gonna think you bougie and don't wanna deal with you. It's a part of it, but I paid too much. If I was gonna quit, I would've quit in the abandoned building when I wanted to commit suicide and take my life. I should've quit when I heard my voice say, your mama don't want you, your daddy don't want you, take your life. I got through that, so why I'm gonna quit over F on a grave? Come on. And so I'm telling y'all, you have come too far to quit now. You have invested too much to quit now. You have lost too much to quit now. Don't cry about it. Don't whine about it. Get a reward for your pain. And so by being committed to everything that I started, I finished it. It built a certain type of spirit. It built a certain type of mentality. It built a certain type of individual. And so now I couldn't quit even if I wanted to. I couldn't stop even if I wanted to. I had too much sweat equity in my life and everything that I was doing. You're too close to quit now. You got to take another lap. 
you got to take another lap because you never know this might be the one you can't stop because you're tired you can't stop because you got your feelings hurt you got to take another lap keep walking keep walking keep walking you're gonna make it you're gonna do it you got an unstoppable fire come on take another lap don't you stop don't stop walking Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Roll Call Room podcast. And now your host, Nick and Mike. Epstein didn't kill himself. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Roll Call Room podcast. My name is Nick. My name is Mike. And we are happy to finally tape episode one. Fuck yes, bro. Yeah, dude, this is gotta, awesome, man. Dude, I gotta say that fucking that song gets me off. We're bro. here to fuck shit up. I fucking love that song. <laughs> I love that fucking song, man. <laughs> oh man, I don't. I think if you're a cop and you don't like that song, you and should probably like. I don't know. Probably quit. be a PEO. No, if no. you don't like that fucking song, you have problems, bro. That I, shit. Yeah, jerk off to that shit. So. <laughs> like in high school, bro. I was like, yeah. I could just I picture you like shit, 12 years ago. And then, and then it changes. And then you changes. Then then you get here and find out 15 minutes of kick ass is five fucking hours of paperwork, bro. It's a fucking mess. Or you take somebody to booking and uh, you're in the search room and they take the shoes off and you find out that this person hasn't showered in two years. And their socks just disintegrate yeah. into Shout dust. Shout out to my boy Lomax. Yes. Yes. Shout out to Lomax. You knew exactly bro. who I was fucking talking about. Yeah, that was the fucking... first. That was the first dip I ever. Bro, arrested. Gavin Hillard. Um, Fuck yes. 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 So yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. 6.55 in the yes. morning. We get off yes. at 7. And he's like, hey, uh, let's go over to, uh, what's that bank? Uh, Starfish. No. Uh, uh, no, no. Right uh, on King, right? Yeah. What was that? What was the bank? It wasn't PNC. <sighs> No, it was something else. SunTrust. SunTrust. Sun yeah, yeah, I knew yeah, it was something with an S. Uh, and he's always over there with all of his fucking belongings. But that yeah. was before. Well, we won't go into that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, <laughs> Mike and I, um, uh, Mike and I have known each other now. Forever. Uh, yeah. So uh, very interesting story how our uh, worlds kind of um, intertwined into each other. Um, I would say 14 and a half years ago, maybe Easily. 15 years ago, over 15 at least. Yeah. I was in the police Academy with the agency that, uh, I'm currently with and that Mike in is currently blessed with. Commonwealth. Yes. Um, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Uh, everything's off the record. Um, for now, for now. Um, so Mike was, uh, can I say where you were? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Okay, man, I All love right. those, man. Fifty-five, Jimmy Stewart, boy. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't ride for Lowe's anymore, so <laughs> you you're yeah, such a I love Lowe's, NASCAR man. It's driver. fucking great, man. Yeah. Fucking so love Lowe's. So Mike was working for Lowe's, and I was I was living with my parents because I was poor, 
uh, when I was in the police academy. P1 with, salary, bro. That's right. P1. I was a P0, bro. I wasn't even, I didn't even graduate yet. What I had two kids. At? 43? No, no. I started, that was before the big pay bump. So I started at 31.5. Oh, yeah. What the fuck can you do? I don't, that? dude, I don't even know why. I was I making more job. money at Lowe's, bro. Yeah. I took a pay cut to come over there. <laughs> You're telling me. Yeah, I was working for corporate. Uh, loss prevention and then that's right yeah. uh, i moved down here from new york and uh i was in the academy and something happened where there was a big huge pay bump and i went up to i think was 39.5 when i was in the middle of the academy uh so, yeah so i think i was taken <laughs> home like every two weeks i was taken home like seven six seven eight right. it was terrible terrible man so mike was uh delivering uh my parents uh dryer or something yep. and he saw me i had just come home from the academy and he started asking me about being a police officer and um yeah because it's something i always want to do and I was oh yeah like, i'm yeah. always you know i'm fucking scamming bro so i'm always <laughs> looking at trying to get a deal somewhere and so uh, this guy can get me in <laughs> he he's at the top of the agency right now yeah. meanwhile i guy was nothing that was nothing. <laughs> kind of like now. Hey, but you were in love with that shit, bro. I, I'll never you forget know what? that shit. Yo, bro, come out for a ride along, bro. Yeah, you fucking have a blast, bro. I, I, I tell you, Remember? you know, I still have the same feeling when I leave roll call that I did when I was in field training. I still get excited about hitting the street. Uh, I still love the job. I love doing what we do. I think as time goes on, I think what you discover is that if you take the job um, personally and that you put too much into that job, when that job starts to let you down is when depression starts to set in. Uh, and that leads us right into right. why Mike and I decided to do this podcast is um, I'm not ashamed to admit um, I'm not ashamed to admit I've struggled with I've just I've struggled with depression being on the job. I know a lot of other officers, which I, I will never out them. A lot of officers are are currently stru struggling with depression. And I think uh, there's a stigma or a shame of saying, hey, I need help. Um, Mike works at the academy from time to time. Um, and that's really where the stress really starts is when yeah. you're trying to get into this job. I think it's important to let let our listeners know how many years of service we have. So I got I came in oh six oh seven ish, and um, yeah, so that puts me about twelve years of service. And what you got like you had like two on me, so you're like fifteen. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost at fifteen. Okay, yeah. yeah. So about so it's important for our listeners to understand we're not some fucking new dick with like two years on and like mm, I know everything you know which is fucking typical in this line of work yeah um the sense of entitlement is insane with new recruits um but you know yeah so that's that I think it's important for them to know where, where we're coming from because policing the dynamics have changed dramatically in the last five to six years but yes you're absolutely right with your point about depression because what law enforcement is 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 a essentially it's a fucked up marriage um it's just like you know it's a bad relationship you have ups and downs absolutely absolutely but you're married to that fucking pension bro so you can't leave yeah. and you love it deep down you love it but you can't just walk away from it yeah so. yeah i think i think the yeah. big thing to tell newer recruits is there has to be a delicate balance outside of of the job like 
I, I remember when I first started, veterans would always tell me, don't take the job home with you. Make sure you have a delicate work balance. Make sure you Leave. have friends. You're too good to be here. Go, <laughs> to, go to another agency. <laughs> Make more money. Wait, weren't you just telling somebody <laughs> that the other day? Uh, I do not recall. Uh, I don't, yes. I don't recall. Yes, I do. Um, I mean, are you still, are you still getting... I'll, I'll pause this for a second. You're still getting checks from Fairfax, every person that you bring over there, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're yeah, still yeah. live. All right. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. Sorry about yeah. that. Uh-huh. Uh, well, off the record. Um, Bonus incentives. Bonus. Yes. Uh, so stipends. <laughs> I, I remember one field trainer in particular uh, always said, make sure that you have friends outside of the department that are not on the job. And I never understood what that meant. Um until probably year like eight or nine, because if all you have are cop friends outside of the job, that's all you talk about. And then when you leave this yeah. job, you're not going to be able to socially integrate with people. And yeah. I, when I left, um, uh, backstory, I left the department that I was with for a short period of time and I went in the civilian world and it's very, very different. Uh, It's very different to try and explain what you do on a daily basis, being a first responder to people um, that don't do that job. And I'm not taking anything away from civilians that don't do the job, um, but there's there's a certain um, there's a certain way of processing things that civilians don't don't get to do. Like Mm -hmm. um, I had a homicide the other night. I can call Mike up and be like. Yeah, you know, this is what it was. It's so much blood. And then I knew he was going to die because of this, this, and this. And Mike's right on it. He's like, oh, yeah, I had the same scene or, you know, and, and that's kind of your way of coping with it. But if and you don't do sometimes that. Sometimes we laugh about it. Yeah, it's, it's not personal. It's, it's not. It's our fucked up humor in trying to deal with the situation. Yeah, I agree with you. I think I think if you're not talking about it, yeah. I think if you're one of those people. It'll eat you alive. Oh, it'll, it'll, it'll fuck you up. I mean, yeah. especially if you're like, well, I don't want to go home. I don't want to tell my wife or my girlfriend. Or and my... they don't get it. They never get it. No. And, and, and I think one good thing is I've always been able to come home. I've always been able to, to, to talk to my wife and say, Hey, you know, I had a fucked up night. This is what happened. And, and, and she's, you know, 15 years of it, she's kind of grown to, to know what to say and what the times when not to say anything and just listen. Yeah. I think that's important. The benefit that you have with that is at least yours, your wife's in law enforcement, and that's that's good, you know what I'm saying? Um, she understands it, she gets it. She's can, you know, you guys can bounce shit off each other. For me, my sister's in law enforcement, so she's been, you know, she's a homicide detective. She's been solid for me. You know, she's got about three more years, three four more years on than me. So it was really beneficial to me for her to like. We were kind of like bounce things off and her, confide in her and certain shit, and especially during field training because we're gonna get into that here. And oh, we're yeah. gonna get in a thick of field training in the academy. And oh, what yeah. to expect, not this new shit that they have where it's like yeah. a fucking open oh, special needs I, campus at the fucking academy. It's like, I, I, and I, I can say that hope for the record, my kid has special needs, so I'm not making fun yeah, of them. Yeah. I'm just saying they're very, very special, special needs. I don't think involved. that, I don't think anybody would be able to get away today with the field training that we currently have. Um, oh, no, they'd nah. be fucking indicted. No, though. I mean, you yell, <laughs> be indicted. Yeah. You yell and, 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 you what know, is it? No, they have like a, melt shit. They need a safe space, mm-hmm. yeah, safe space or some shit. It's too much of a bro, heart. I, I legit like, I th- heart, motherfucker. <laughs> bro, I think they actually have like cards, like safe like cards. A, yeah. 
Is that like a fucking thing? Yeah, it's just it's it, and not in Jeez. our agency, but there are certain agencies coming, that are adapted. That well, it's coming. It, it, there are certain agencies now that are adopting uh, emotion cards, which are you know they they whip out a red card like soccer and they go, my emotions are too high, I need a timeout. And I get it. I mean, I, I think the the issue that we're currently having in our profession is is nobody wants to do it. Nobody yeah. is running around playing cops That's and robbers fact. at age six, seven years old, and they're like, I'm going to be a cop because it's not sexy. It's not fancy. All the rap videos and all all the movies out there, it's way cooler to be somebody that's a Bro, fucking scumbag. Fucking public enemy number one. Dude. Absolutely. Uh, and I don't think really, I don't think people really understand what that entails. Like the fact that you have to... Um, find places to use the restroom that yeah. you could tactically retreat if god forbid you get uh shot at or you have to eat not in a restaurant anymore in uniform you have to you know burrow in your cruiser and find a place to hide i mean those things have psychological effects yeah. on you that resonate i mean for me and i know you off duty it, it i can't be in in restaurants that are extremely busy um i just can't i just it's it, it fucks you up. Dude, I, even outside of work, <clears throat> I can't even fucking be at place. I hate crowds, bro. Yeah. I think I'm that comes checking the sky sidelines and shit, like scouting the crowd, seeing what's yeah. up. You know, I get fucking all worked up and I tell my I'm like, yeah, we gotta go. Yeah. And this uh, shit doesn't work for me. Like it's not like we gotta go. I'm lining up an interview right now with uh, a recruit. Um this recruit is almost at the end of their field training. Um I'm not sure if Mike is going to be here for the interview. I may tape the interview and then we'll use it for episode two. Um, and I'll those are those are the questions <laughs> that I really want to ask this recruit, which is because I've known this recruit while they were in the academy. And now that they're out of the academy, I'm, I've watched a transformation. I've watched uh, this person when I when they were in the academy, they were like, well, I'm always aware of my surroundings. Right. And then. They weren't, but now they are. And now they're more aware than what they were before and how much it's changed their life. Yeah, uh, This person doesn't have a significant other, but now it makes it even more difficult uh, to date outside mm. of the profession. Because yeah. do you date another cop? Do you date a fireman or a first responder in another way? Or do you date a civilian? And then how is that relationship going to go uh, when you're sitting down at you know uh, the Cheesecake Factory and this person's talking about their TPS reports and, you know, you're talking about uh, some homeless person that took a piss in the back of your cruiser. <laughs> what would you say you do here? And and I could see it doing that. Street. Like, what, what, what exactly yeah. do you do here? Yeah. Um, so th those are those are pretty much the reasons why we started this um, podcast um, we, uh, hooked up with a really good organization, um, that talks about and provides resources for, um, law enforcement, mental health and suicide prevention. Uh, they're at the IACP, uh, national conference right now. Uh, we'll give more information on them. Uh, we really want to push out resources for, uh, first responders to use. Don't be ashamed to use them. Uh, and this is more of a comedic uh, podcast, uh, an outlet, because uh, our humor is pretty fucking sick. <laughs> I mean, there there really isn't any other way to put it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, 
you know, we're 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 yeah. sick fucking we're people. A breed of our own, and people don't understand it, dude. <clears throat> you know, it's it's pretty hilarious though. But you know, um, it's important that we kind of go back and touch on this other thing. Is that when I <clears throat> shit, my bad, sorry. Um, when we were, when I was gonna go and do a ride along, I'll talk about our ride along, right? So. Anyways, going back to when me and Nick met, and it's important to know that we're both from New York. Uh, what are you, a BK kid? You're from Brooklyn, right? Bronx? Brooklyn? Yes, Brooklyn. 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 Bro- Bronx, get the fuck oh, out of here. bro. Oh. Anyways. An armpit of New York bur- City. Over, bro. Relax. Fucking armpit of New York City. Uh, and I'm from Long Strong Island. Um, you might as well be from Canada. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's why you'll get a lot of uh, zero fuck given... Um, personality on here and you ain't going to get much sympathy from us outside of the law enforcement, what we're doing here. But anyways, um, so, so yeah, so Nick, it's like, Hey, so we met and, uh, he's like, bro, come out for a ride along, you know, it'll be fucking good times. So I don't even remember, bro, but you had a fucking shit box of a cruiser. I did. What was that? That was a crown Vic. What year? 1872. (laughs) I had to crank it. Fucking Briggs and Stratton. That was the year, 1872. It wasn't the yeah. cruiser number. It was a shit box. Yeah, dude. It was fucking great. Dude. Yeah. Uh, I just remember going code everywhere, running mm. code everywhere. Those were good times. I remember we, uh, I was like the first traffic stop. I was like the guy had the high beams. You were like, the you fuck, know how bro. How fast you were going? What? How fast you were going? I uh, was 65. <laughs> 63. Officer, isn't, isn't the speed limit 65? Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> that uh, was straight from the ride along. And uh, you're like, dude, this guy's got his fucking high beams on, like, stop him, whatever. And then, you know, I was like, oh shit, you know, because everything matters in the beginning, right? Like, oh, you don't yeah. fucking forget everything your first two years. And after two years, it's like, eh, the most <sighs> fucked up shit. Time he only has one wheel. Shit. Let him go. Yeah, exactly. Like, all right, blinders on. Yeah, fucking like, 1042, brah. I got to be at headquarters in uh, two hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking five hours left of my shift. Got to wind this down, bro. Fucking Starbucks closes in 20 minutes. Got somewhere to be. It's happy hour at Starbucks. I got to get my Frappuccino. And then we, um, and then uh, you'll meet him soon. Our special angry DG. Uh, we mm. smoke cigars. Remember that? Oh, yeah. 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 We went and smoked stogies, man. Yeah. And we shot the shit. Another New Yorker. He'll be yes. on the show soon. Very good soon. guy. Really good fucking guy. Solid guy. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. I want to I want to pause on that. There are certain people on the job that if you showed up on scene and you can say yes or no, there's certain people on the job. If you showed up on scene, they were like, we're going into that house. Yeah, there's shots fired. We're going in there. I don't have to ask what happened before I got here. I don't have to ask, you know, anything. I just know. Yep. That I got their fucking back. And DG yep. is one of those people. Yeah, hands 100%, down. Hands 100%. down. I just had to put that in there. Yeah. DG, like, yo, what do you need? Grab the fucking breach. Grab the shield. Whatever. Go. Let's go. Go. Grab great. a rookie as a shield. No. <laughs> no, we don't do that. No, we don't. No. We have a plan. <laughs> yeah. I have a plan. <laughs> yes, we do. Um, so, yeah. Oh, hearts, motherfucker. <laughs> I love those things, man. All, things all, fucking, all fucking podcasts. That's all, all I'm going to do. We're going to do this all day. I got 16 of them. <laughs> we'll be doing it all day. 
And uh, yeah, so what else did we do, man? I think we had like a, a domestic. We yeah, domestic. bro, because you had like a burglary in progress. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. remember? Yep, yep. Because a guy like came through the balcony of the apartment and mm-hmm. we fucking took him into custody. Yeah. And I think per directive, I probably should have stayed in the car for that one. No, you did. Like, did I? Wait, statute of limitations. It's yeah, over it's, by it's now. Over, yeah. 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 No, you like didn't. You didn't stay in the car. Yeah, I was like right there. That's better than some ride along. Remember, he was like the ex boyfriend or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That you're nothing compared to some ride alongs. I remember one ride along from somebody on my midnight crew year one. Uh, this officer who does not work for the agency anymore had a ride along who got into a foot pursuit with a suspect. What? Yes, foot pursuit with a suspect tackled him. And the dude slammed his head on the concrete floor and cracked his head open. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Needless we, to we say. Did hire that guy? Oh, he's he's a he's a corporal. And I mean, he's a, a, a deputy <laughs> chief at another agency. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not to say. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't remember what else we did. But anyways, after that, I was hooked. I mean, ever since I was a kid, I knew this is what I wanted to do. And, you know, the typical. I just want to help people, you know, fucking answer that gets you hired, you know? Um, yeah. I want to make a difference. Yeah. I want to, I want if, to do If more. we hire you at this agency, <laughs> where do you see yourself what, in five years? <laughs> what effect will you have on the community? On this community? Uh, I want to help people. Yeah. Uh, I'm here to do whatever it takes to be here. Um, will you work holidays? Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Weekends, yes. Birthdays, yes. <laughs> whatever, yes. A year later. Fuck this shit. What, what do you mean I can't get Christmas off? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got I got a stocking full of chocolate that I have to open. Yeah, I, at least for me, bro, it was like I knew, like, I'd, I'd you know, I mean, before you guys know, I'm married. I got five kids, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Good little Catholic boy. Um, five kids that are upstairs tearing up, tearing up house, my house right destroying now. Destroying it. Destroy. I could hear. Yes. I yeah. can hear the amount of overtime <laughs> yeah. that has to be worked to replace things. So yeah. let's just put yeah. it that way. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having us over. <laughs> my my pleasure. <laughs> and uh, I'll be starting a GoFundMe page. And uh, yeah, no doubt. Um, shit, I forgot where I was going with that, bro. You fucked me up. Yeah, I know. Uh, you have five kids. Yeah, something else before that. See, see, folks, that's what five kids does to you. Yeah. If you don't write shit down. I don't fucking know anything, dude. You don't know I gotta nothing. write everything down. I think that's why you come to work. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, listen, don't get me wrong. I fucking die for my kids. Oh, hands down. I love my kids, hands bro. Hands down. But, yeah, I don't. Wait till fucking... they start dating. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna be. Well, we'll get to that in episode yeah, exactly. six. Yeah, episode ten. Yeah, ten. But uh, anyway, so yeah, going back, like this is what I always wanted to do, and um, you know, the typical whatever, and then you get your pen. I put in for multiple agencies, bro. I don't know about you. How many did you put in for when you Actually, came down here? All honesty, I only put in for this agency. Really? Yeah, I only I put all Sorry my eggs in one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I put I and. And just a disclaimer, I love where we work. I love it. I love the people. I love it so much that I left and then I came back. Um, what is that? Are you holding up a sign that says, shake your head and agree with what I'm saying? <laughs> Wait till we go on YouTube with this. You will be exposed. Exposed. No, um, He's not doing that. No. Uh, I, I mean, 
I love our agency. I love the people inside of our agency. Yeah. I, I think that's everywhere. I think anywhere you go, it doesn't matter what uniform you wear. Because when I left and I went to another agency as a civilian, um, it wasn't very far away where I left and I went to. And it's it's a very large department. The disgruntledness is just eroding. It's 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 infesting cancer. It's bro. terrible, terrible. So, I mean, I like the fact that our agency, you know, you have a lot of good people there. Um, you know, can it get better? Absolutely. What what agency can? Um, but the most important thing is, is being able to call somebody up on the phone and be like, hey, I'm fucked up. Uh, I need somebody to talk to. And I'm blessed enough to have a handful of those people. And I know you are as well. Yeah, man. I think I think more so more than anything else, it's just the agency as a whole, like the people, the yeah. camaraderie with the officers, uh, especially for us. And it's important to kind of put us on the map to kind of estimate where we are. We're inside the Northern Virginia uh, National Capital Region. Um Within the blessed Commonwealth, uh, and then we're gonna leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, me. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, yeah, that's where we're at, and um, we're we're a decent sized agency. We're not, you know, NYPD, but we're decent sized to where that, you know, I, I've gone to other agencies, even just in Northern Virginia, and there's like, you know, I just don't jive with everyone at the agency, bro. Yeah, it's like a person. I don't understand. I don't like. I don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just like, I'm like. There's a lot of fucking dicks <laughs> like other agencies. Yes. Yes. I'm like that guy's a to each other, bag, which is something bro. I don't under I don't understand yeah, that. Just like they're dickheads to people in the street in general. And, and then they're we'll ten times. That. Yeah, and but then, then they're, they're ten times dicks to the people in their yeah. own agency. And you know what I find I find uh very prevalent now is female on female officers. Yeah. The amount of female command staff that don't elevate other female officers is amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And I don't understand that. I just don't understand that. Yeah, you hear my kids screaming in the background? That's awesome. It's like a house like of horrors. Fucking, yeah, it's around. It's like it's bro. like it's like uh it's like a Halloween haunted house. Dude, fucking yeah. Whatever. Get I don't give a fuck. Don't <laughs> listen to podcasts or don't, but get used to it. Especially <laughs> up here with my kids. Uh, yeah, you know, people call me, man, it's a fucking screaming. Everything right there, bro. Everything someone dying back there i'm like dude this is fucking chuck e cheese 24 <laughs> 7 this is business as usual if you don't like it fucking text me bro don't call me <laughs> give me like fucking give me five more years and it'll be a little bit more quieter yeah uh, that's awesome yeah. that's awesome um but anyway so yeah so kind of staying on track here so um you know we you know did the ride along i got hooked you know i i applied for multiple agencies uh, I applied for a couple more and actually two more hired me. Three told me to go fuck myself, um, which is fine. Smart, um, smart. Yeah, agencies. exactly. Yes. Yep. Yep. They were like, you, what? they you had a my, crystal yeah. ball. You did what? <laughs> and you, you, you smoked what? You know, like, yeah, you're going to have bro. five kids. It's just weed, bro. You know, yeah. but this was back in the day, you know, back oh, when, when it was like, unacceptable. Nah. Yeah. You know, and whatever, bro. It makes me a better cop today. I don't give a fuck. I don't care about sharing that. But um, anyways, obviously I don't. And we'll get into CBD later. Yes. Um, that's that's a big that's topic huge right now. Right now. Yeah, huge. Um, but anyways, um, so yeah, so I came on, then um, you know, started out the academy, and then um, yeah, so we did a couple ride. I think I did two ride along. Maybe yeah, one you did two. two. Yeah, you we did, did two. two. Uh, met a couple of the people and I was fucking hooked, man. I didn't want to, I turned down the other agency and they were fucking pissed. 
They're like, man, they send me this nasty fucking email. Like, you should be honored and privileged for the opportunity to work. Yeah, whatever, motherfucker. Um, thanks, but no thanks. Um, Are you happy you made that decision? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, bro. I mean, listen, man, like, although this is like, this job's fucked up, um, there's like an ups and downs, and it's, you know, it's everything you ask for, right? Because we are the ones that sign on the fucking dotted line. So mm -hmm. we sign up for this shit, you know what I'm saying? So you can't get mad at the process because, you know, we wanted to be here. And that's what I tell my rookies too. It's like, Hey, don't forget, like you signed up to do this. Like this is where you wanted to be. Yeah. So own it. You know what I mean? Don't cry about not getting shit that you, you know, think you deserve, but, and you know, obviously that's something else we'll get into about entitlement and everything yes. else. Like, yeah, you know, the hardest working motherfucker in the room ain't going to get the position. That's just law enforcement, bro. Yeah. There's so many more facets to it that, Politics. You know, yeah. Politics, politics who you know and who you who you blow or whatever. And you know, who's a golden boy, who's not a golden boy. And you know, I think that's the same narrative across the board in law enforcement as a whole. Um, but everything that I've wanted to do that I've set out from narcs to you know, doing gang shit to working in the cops union, best time of our fucking careers, bro. Yeah, yeah. hands down. Hands down. Um, you know, community community outreach, you know, whatever. You know, I, I've asked for it and then some. So I'm yes, yes, I'm absolutely happy I'm here. You know, I've, I'm very blessed with this department. Um, you know, they pay me a salary. I'm very well, you know, I'm very well paid for what I do. Um, so I, I can't complain, man. I can't. It's given me a life that I've never been able to give my family, you know, with a fucking half ass GED <laughs> diploma. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I wasn't going Basic. to college. Yeah, yeah, bro, I, I mean, I fucking hated that shit. I can't add. I certainly can't spell. Those of you that get the newsletter, yeah. you don't need to fucking email me and tell me that yeah, shit is I misspelled. Shit, oh, dude. Yo, bro. I, I send out like a the newsletter. There, there, there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I get that you, shit. You, your. Like, I get that. You get what I'm fucking yeah, saying. fucking read it, dick. It's for fucking informational hey, purposes hey, only. Here's a, fun, here's a fun game for you. Print it out. And take it and shove it up your ass. <laughs> Might just spit all over the fucking place. <laughs> take your oh newsletter and shove it up your ass. Or here's another fun game. Well, for, first make the grammatical corrections. First, yeah. Then shove then it up, shove your, it up your ass. So it's nice. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and we are going to take. A quick break and allow our sponsors. Says she tired little money, need a big boy. Pull up 20 inch blades like I'm Lil Troy. Now it's everybody flocking need a decoy. Shorty mixing up the vodka with the leak coy. G wagon, G wagon, G wagon. Do you want to help the Roll Call Room podcast keep going? Of course you do. Join Patreon and pledge to the show each month. Tiers start at $5 and you could get some pretty cool shit with it, including swag and access to listen to episode clips early. So put that Starbucks coffee down and help my dad keep the show going. Don't be a fucking Steve. Go to rollcallroom.com to pledge today. Hit that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back from our break. Mike? You excited? Let's do it, man. Let's keep it rolling, bra. Right, ready? All right, Mike. We're going to go on to the next part in episode one. Mike, what did your mm -hmm. folks say when you said you wanted to be a cop? 
Well, concerning my dad did some time at Rikers. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> nah. This podcast that is true. That is right? true. Did he? Um, yeah, he did. We'll get into that later. Oh, okay. All right. On the uh, fatherless this episodes. Really but anyways, um, no. Nah, so he, um, I don't know, man. I, he always wanted to be a fucking go to trade school. Like he was always shoving that shit down my leg. You need to get a trade. Yeah. Oh, like a yeah. carpentry or electric yeah, or something. Yeah, shit? yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking plumber or nah, fucking electrician nah, and shit. I can't you know, I can't. I can't. I mean, even though they're killing it right hey, now in the fucking hey, game, bro, money wise, bro. You need a GFI outlet, bro. I don't want to get a GFI. <laughs> Listen, bro. I fucking grab you by the fucking neck. <laughs> if your outlet goes. The regular one. Are you going to be able to reset it? Uh, I'm, no. I'm just a master electrician here. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking yeah. about. All right. I just do whatever you That'd want. That'll be $2,800. Good luck when your house goes on fire. Fuck face. <laughs> exactly. I could see you. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what will happen. But uh, yeah, so, you know, so anyway, so my mom was like, you know, it wasn't like, um, you know, I don't know if they really care about us because they weren't well, they weren't like, oh, it's dangerous, you know. <laughs> so um, they were just like. Oh, that's right, because your sister was already. Yeah, she top. was already in the. So yeah. she had softened them yeah. up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. So it was kind of like. Uh, but were they shocked that that was the profession that you wanted? Get, get good job. You know, get they just got that good government job and they don't really care about anything else. And benefits. Know? Yeah, Benny's good Benny's, dude. And they're just like, whatever. So, bro, I came in at fucking 21, bro. Shit, did you? Yeah, I turned 22 Fuck, in the academy, dude. kid. What? Yeah, bro. So, I started out 21, turned 22 in the academy, and then was on the street fucking, fucking shit up on Midnight Patrol at 22 years old, bro. Shit. Do you think you'd be able to go through the academy no, absolutely now? Absolutely not. No. I am wait, 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 let me answer your question again. Like, physically... Or emotionally. No, physic physically. Physically. Nah, bro. You, yeah, it was fucking hardcore back then. I mean, now it's just like, you know, you can be 600 pounds and you know, fucking yeah. still wear a gun and badge. But well, I, Nicole, unless you're a trooper, troopers yeah, that, still have standards oh, for the yeah. most part. They're well, fucking Nicole, hardcore. Nicole went through at 38 and I was just blown away. Like, because I know uh, me, I wouldn't, I would never have been able to do it at 38 years old. Like, she's a fucking warrior, man. Yeah. Two kids. Uh, I mean, to do that at thirty-eight years old—that's just that just proves to yourself that you know you yeah you're mentally ready to do it uh, after the academy as a whole other thing. But, yeah. So so anyway, so you know, parents were like kind of like whatever about it, and then um yeah, you know, I think my dad was just looking forward to like you know get out of jail free and shit because he's fucking always drinking <laughs> drinking DUIs. But anyways, um. Uh, yeah, so that, that that was, I mean, you know, whatever, dude. You know, my wife was kind of like, eh, I mean, obviously at the time we were dating, you know, so. How long know. were you dating at the time when you. Uh, dude, I was dating her before I got on the job. Really? Yeah, so we met. So Lowe's. She to, Lowe's. I delivered so she got the pipe. to watch the transition. I from... delivered the pipe. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Delivered her appliances, too. And then, Did you uh, really? Yeah, I did. No. That's our fucking macking on her hard, bro. Did you? Yeah, that's how we met. Yeah. No fucking way. And I was like, hey, you're uh you know, your husband can help you. She was like, I'm not married. I'm like, yes. Yeah. In Yeah. And then I was like, Your boyfriend can uh she was like, I don't have a boyfriend. I don't I'm like, have all a right. boyfriend. Yeah, and then I was like, uh, let's go hang out. You know, so I get all the red flags uh yeah. that you tie at the uh <laughs> at the back of a big load on a pickup truck for free. <laughs> That's what I have to offer. It, dude, it was it was she was sold, man. She was hooked. So anyway, so yeah, so I never got, you know, the the rookie, you know, whoring around whatever benefits that come with wearing the uniform, being yeah. single and shit. But um, I only heard, you know, stories. But um, 
but yeah, man. So like, my parents weren't like they were there at the graduation and shit. My family was there, like, uh, but like you know they didn't understand like you know the academy and how it all went down and fucking yeah. the mind fucking that went on back then. And, yeah, the and, you know, real they just academy drain the shit out of you every day mentally. The real and, academy, yeah, physically, and yeah, the real academy Bef- before before carpeting and. Before motherfuckers started dying and shit and yeah. DT and shit. And then they were like, oh, we got to change this up. Maybe we should stop bashing their fucking heads in. <laughs> and that, <laughs> that dude, seriously, bro. Yeah. Remember, that shit used oh, to be yeah. fucking hardcore, man. Now it's I broke my like, fucking nose in the academy, yeah, bro. Now they're just like, meh. You know, just lay on them for five minutes yeah. and see if they can get through that. Don't forget your water bottle. Yeah. And they're like, you know. You know, motherfucker got like MRSA in our session, bro. From, what? Like, all that old ass gear and equipment and shit. Because well, they never fucking clean it. No, they did. They just threw it's it in a nasty. fucking bin, dude. Like those old ass fucking uniforms they gave us. Hey, clean the uh, red man gear dude. with these Lysol wipes that are dried out. Dude, I'm I'm like a solid fucking 38 waist, and they were throwing me like a 48 waist. I was like, what, what am I supposed to do? They were like, fucking figure it out, dickhead. <laughs> Remember, like you had to yeah. line up at the door, and they would throw your fucking gear, and you're say your name and your agency, and you're like, blah, 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 and they're like fucking throwing shirts and pants I'm in not, your fucking face. I'm not gonna pass. Yeah, you're I'm like, so come on, scared. Dude. What the fuck's your problem? You know, and then they just like riding your ass. You know. So uh, yeah, those were the days, bro. So that's what. Okay, so, so I'm yeah, not, so they didn't care. So let's. Uh, what about yours, bro? Well, let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna call my mom right now. <laughs> oh shit. All right. I'm going to call her. Hold she on. home? Hold on. Let's see. Sunday. She well, should be home. For mm-hmm. She's either at bingo or she's out. Hold on. We're going to do prediction first. My mom's either at Smoky Bones. Yeah. Okay. Bingo. Mm-hmm. Handy Dandy. It's Sunday, bro. Handy Dandy's open? Yeah, they're open. They're open mm-hmm. seven days a week, bro. Mm-hmm. Okay. On, so you know where we are. All right. Hold on one second. Voice call speaker. Yeah, what do you want? <laughs> Let's see. She doesn't love you, bro. Hello. Hey, you're on the podcast. What's that mean? <laughs> yes. That's great. I got a quick question for you for our podcast. Okay. All right. When I told you that I was getting the job down here to be a police officer, what did you think? I wanted you to do whatever you wanted to do that made you happy. And if that was the job you chose, that was good for me. Man, that's oh, awesome. Bro. Okay. That's fucking awesome. Hey, you remember when you went on your first ride along? Yes. What happened? Um, I think uh, you had a stop and I sat in the car. And I was very amazed how you handled the call. And I was very happy. Didn't because you didn't look like you enjoyed your job. Didn't I get into a fight with the guy in the middle of the street? <laughs> oh yeah. I forgot that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where uh, oh, where are you right now? Um, I'm eating dinner at a restaurant. What oh, restaurant? Uh, Smoky Bone. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bob. I'll call you later. <laughs> That's all. Bye. Bye-bye.
<laughs> do I know money, her or what? I fucking know well, her. They got what? like she's like fucking John Gotti in there, bro. They got a section for her when she comes in. <laughs> table in the front. Bring the table. Bring the table. Bring the table. It's curious. Uh, they moved from New York down to here, and like that's their go-to fucking restaurant. Uh, fucking it, typical New Yorker, bro. Typical. Every they they always go to the same spot. Why? Because everyone knows them there. Yeah, and my mom brings them like Christmas cookies. Of course, like, bro. She knows the waitresses and waiters' names by by heart. Like it's. I tips them like double the fucking. Oh yeah, yeah. Typical, typical Typical, Italian mom. Yeah, typical, typical. How you doing? How's your kids? I bought you something nice. You having the usual? You know. How many assholes we got on this? (laughs) Dude, that's fucking awesome, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If I call my mom right now, actually, you know what? Let's try that, dude. I don't think she's gonna answer, dude. Well, she's gonna see your name. Fucking podcast. She's gonna see your name. This is going with this. We're just gonna keep this fucking going, bro. I don't, I don't know. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, let me see. All right. Let's see how this works for me. <laughs> I never call my mom. <laughs> this is, she'd be like, "Hello." Yeah. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Let's see, she don't love me like your mom does. She won't answer. She probably sees your name on the fucking caller ID. Yeah, she's like, I'm not babysitting those fucking kids. <laughs> I was too many of them. You fucking took my joke from me. I was like, she probably is like, this motherfucker's going to try and put five kids on her. Hi, what's, I can't come what's to her the phone right now, bro. but if you leave your name, your number, and a brief message, I'll call you as soon as possible. Love ya. Thanks. Have a great day. Bye. Oh, so nice. Well, oh, so sweet. Yeah, whatever. What? What's yeah, so anyway. sweet? So yeah, so hey yeah, Mike, she, she, I she got something I'm gonna I get her to babysit. She ain't answering the fucking phone. I got yeah. something I want to show you. Uh, oh, we were we talking here. about TikTok uh, loaves. Yes, TikTok. I'm not. I don't have that shit. You don't have TikTok, no. bro. You need to get it. And what is, you got is it like Vine? <laughs> is it, that what it Vine is? But is? it isn't. But I'll tell you this: <laughs> what the fuck, you need to get TikTok. But what you have to do is you have to like the fucked up videos because uh-huh. the algorithm and then you'll get nothing but fucked up videos. But I saw this video. And I thought of you because it's Lowe's. Okay. Okay. Could yeah, you see it from see. over yeah, there? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. On my 27 inch screen. All right. So just for the audience. <laughs> hold on. What the fuck? I got to lower it, man. I got to fuck, bro. I got to fucking lower it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Turn that shit down. Yeah. There we go. Sounds like your fucking radio at work. All right. They're at oh, Lowe's. Damn. This employee is at Lowe's. And he's trying to load. Oh, fucking fuck, bro. He's trying to load Holy shit. a riding mower up a fucking pickup truck a and he falls off. Idiot, dude. He's got his red vest on. Oh my gosh. Dude, <laughs> that is not a fucking work related incident. Like, you ain't getting workers. Yeah, caught. I got another one for you. What's this? Uh, this guy. Uh, street this, fucking lawyers, bro. I hate these guys are the worst. This officer is pulling over somebody. And I'm going to put this on our website, the 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 TikToks, the the, uh, the attachments on our website, which is rollcallroom.com. So you can watch these videos that we're talking about. So this officer has somebody pulled over and they tried to give them their high school diploma as a proof of insurance. What? Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. I'd take that as a driver's license, though, bro. Would you? Yeah, I mean, at least listen, it's like a fucking. Listen to the officer. That's fucking hilarious. The officer goes, Congratulations, though. That's uh, fucking get, hilarious. Good for him. Dude, there's a Which guy. We'll have to start putting them. I got videos, fucking videos for days, man. Funny shit that I see. You know, you got to check out those. Um, um, Fucking, what is he called, man? Hold on, is this shit? 
what the fuck is that a grill on a car <laughs> there's a car that's driving by and it's i guess it's in a college town and they've got a grill on the hood and there's a high school student like a college student holding the grill <laughs> <laughs> and there's two oh, cops like running but like walking on the sidewalk that are like get down from there bro what the fuck what are you doing idiot it probably only got a couple houses to go yeah it, it looks like here. a college town. Oh, yeah. poorly made police memes bro if you are not on there you gotta you gotta get you gotta get on their facebook poorly? page it's fucking hilarious dude I'm gonna add that for poorly made these memes, and then we can like do like a meme of the day or whatever. Like it's it. hilarious, bro. I like it. Something's playing. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry, folks. What's up, guys? It's your boy. What the hell? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Oh! What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens what's when you up? do stuff live. All right. All right. So. uh Last and final segment, Mike. I was reading this article on Police One today, and it was the top five questions you get asked um, as a law enforcement officer from other people, civilians that are not law enforcement. So I'm going to read off the Police One ones, yeah. and then you give me yours, okay? Yep. Uh, again, this is from PoliceOne.com. Uh, I didn't make these up. Number one, how many people have you killed? Zero yet. What is the most the emotionally or physically? Emotionally, <laughs> thousands, triple digits, depending on the call. Uh, <laughs> what is the worst thing that you have ever seen? I get that one. Yeah, I get that one a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's a typical. My one. kids, as they're getting older, both of my kids are teenagers now. My kids, I get that a lot from them. They're more intrigued now. Um, what is the best way to get out of a ticket? Don't break the law. Be don't be a fucking dick. Yeah, yeah. Don't be an asshole and don't roll down Listen. the window an inch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll talk about that. Uh, can I ask your opinion about how a cop treated me this one time I got pulled over? No, you can't. Yeah, because uh, I don't know right? that. Does that sound right to you? Yeah, yeah. This happened to me, and I had ten beers, and I was driving home. Motherfucker, don't drink and drive, dude. I had one of those stickers, the the one with the with the two black stripes and a blue stripe in the middle, and he still pulled me over. <laughs> the audacity! Yeah, the or fucking the audacity! Old school. What would Jesus do? Bumper sticker and shit. And, and I to I told him that I paid his salary, and he yeah. got angry with yeah. me. Yeah, exactly. Shocker! You wrote me five Jesus tickets. Christ! Your dog's going crazy up there, dude. Now my so. dog. It sounds like there's a Velociraptor upstairs. All right. Ace Ventura here with all the pets, bro. <laughs> is it true that, this is number five, last one. Is it true that, um, and then it breaks it down. Is it true that you have quotas? No. Yeah, it's up for interpretation, but good. Nope. Uh, is it true undercover cops have to say they are undercover when <laughs> That's asked? Not true. That's no, so it's a fucking lie. So stupid. Nope. And can, what's the other one? Can the police lie to you? Yes. Yes, they can. Uh, no, actually, this one is, is it true you can't arrest someone in church? That's not true. I just took a guy the other day. Yeah. For a protective order violation. In church? In church? Yeah, bro. Really? Yeah. So do you want to hear it? So anyway, so I was, and it was, I was with a rookie. Um, new officer. Don't, don't say. New, yeah. Don't anyway, say so <clears throat> I was, was training a rookie. Solid. Jersey girl. Female from Jersey. Um. 
yeah, so uh, like the lady called and said, you know, my my. <laughs> Amen, brother. Amen. Uh, so, yeah, they, uh, you know, so they reached, you know, anyways, the lady calls in it's like, oh, this guy's here in violation of protective order. So she got in another state and she was able, I don't know how the fuck she did it. She was able to get the church on the list for one of the places where this guy couldn't go to. Uh-huh. And I was thinking like, this is a fucking public place. You know what I mean? It's not a residence. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but this state uh, rhymes with Schmerlin. Right? <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Um, what state is that? Yeah, they gave her the exemption and they put her residence and her job and the church. So let me paint the picture for you, bro. So <clears throat> we go to this place and this church is massive. You hear me, bro? Mm-hmm. Hundreds of members. And it's oh. like Southern Baptist old school church. And of course, this guy's like on the fucking second floor pew in the front row. Jesus. You know what I mean? So the first guy that was on scene was like, hey, I'm just going to go. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like, listen, man, I'm not trying to fucking be on world star hip hop, bro. But let's let's <laughs> let's tone this down a little bit here. All right. Let's try to be like the guy's compliant. At least he's in the Lord's house, you know? Yeah. Let's get an usher to get this guy and bring him out. You know, <laughs> I'm not going up there. Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. That's hey, that's the guy. Hey, hey dickhead in the, with the hat. You, so you got to go. A, Let's go. You send you an know. usher in there. Yeah. So we said there's a, the guy, you know, because they had like their own little security squad. They were all wanting to know, hey, is everything all right? You know, so that's um, the guy that dies first in the lethal weapon movies. <laughs> exactly. Or fucking Beverly Hills Cop. Exactly. The fucking guy that's just trying to make a living. You <laughs> sent him in. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, I'm not fucking. I'm, I'm, I, I, it's just all bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Time to earn so, your, yeah, your yeah. holy water. Bro. So I we so like, yeah, can you get this guy? He's like, Yeah, hey, yeah, no problem. So he goes in there and he fucking, you know, brings him in the guy's got like a fucking peacoat. The guy's dressed to the T, you know what I mean? Oh. Yeah, it's professional guy. Going I'm like, oh, shit, bro. All right. So we pull him out, you know, get him in front, you know, try not to make a scene or whatever, you know, trying to be empathetic to the guy's situation. Like, hey, listen, man, you know, where you serve this order? Yeah, I got it. And I'm like, did you read the fine print? Like, you're not allowed to be here, bro. What? This is my church. I come here. I've been here longer than that bitch. And there, you know, everybody, yeah, exactly. In Indeed. church, he said that. No, I was in the park. Oh, okay. I was like, whoa, whoa. So, um, you know, guys like I don't know, bro, like late sixties, seventy. You know, yeah, oh, guys, man. older guy too. You know what I mean? So I'm like, seeing how the rookie does. So I'm yeah. like, let her do her thing. And uh, she's like, ah. So we're trying to be accommodating to the guy. You know, come on. You know, there's no way out of this. You know, you're in violation. The order's clear. We got to take you down. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm like, you know, she's looking at, you know, she wants to like fucking speed cuff this guy. And I'm like, no, relax, <laughs> fucking rook. All right. Take it down. Yeah, let's, the guy's not Take fucking on PCP. You know, he's in the Lord's house. So Take it easy. I'm like, we can cuff him from the front, you know, make the accommodation, whatever. Yeah. So we go to like put the gun. The guy's like, don't put your fucking hands on me. What? Like, Whoa. What? Yeah, bro. And we're like, hey, 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 you don't want to do that. You know, yeah. there's like people coming in and out of the church from like, He's like, let me just process what's going on here. I'm like, there's nothing to process, bro. You're in violation of the order. Yeah. You acknowledge you received it. Like, we got to get this done. So, um, anyway, so he does. So we get him down to booking, and guess what the fuck he does, bro? Of course, that fucking coming to America, you know, where the guy fucking falls down the, oh, on the no. stairs. And we're booking, I'm like holding this in the guy's like, I'm feeling a little woozy. I'm You're like, going dude, to the I'm like, no, Man. no. 
I'm like, bro, sit down. Just sit down on the bench, you know, and the fucking deputies are taking 10 fucking hours to open the door. Yeah, you're going to the hospital. And my rookie's got, like, his property, her computer, and I'm like, put that shit down and hold this guy up. And what time, how much left do you have on your shift at this point? this is like, it's not bad, because it's morning service. So we got all day, you know what I'm saying? So it's nice, like, Which is where you're going to be in the fucking hospital. Exactly. So I'm like, you know, so you start, I'm like, oh, fuck. Here we go. Here we go. I'm like, dude, don't even think about it, bro. So he fucking, he does, oh, fuck, clap. And the guy's got some size. And we fucking flaps out on the fucking Sally Port floor. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, man. So, of course, the deputies are like, <laughs> they're like Border Patrol agents. You know, they ain't opening that fucking door. They're like, nope, <laughs> take him to the hospital. I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> you know, so I get the medics there. I'm like, look, dude, you're going to be in the fucking hospital for fucking eight hours. It, I'm playing church music yeah. in the background. So, so anyway, so the medics come. He's like eight hours, and the motherfucker jumps right up to his feet, bro. I'm good. I'm ready. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. You want to oh. play that game? Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're denying the inevitable. You're fucking already in jail. Let's just yeah. go. It's a misdemeanor, bro. You'll be out in two hours tops. They took him. Yeah, they took him. Yeah, his shit was solid, man. He didn't have he any. Probably issues. was out in like an hour. Yeah, PR bond. The motherfucker out. wanted to ride back to the church. Like they called communicator. I'm like, dude, this ain't Uber. What, what do you think this is? Yeah. I've had people do that before. I hate that shit. Anyway, I've so. had times where I've gone and got a, uh, tried to get a warrant and the warrant is denied. And the person's like, well, now you got to bring me back where you pick me up. And I was like, <laughs> where in the fucking code book does it say that? Yes, domestics. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. Always domestic. Always. And it's preference Always. based on the magistrate. Or commissioner, right? No, right. Not commissioner. Yeah. Commissioner yeah, or DA. Oh, yeah. Assistant DA. Yeah, whatever. They're like, oh, it depends on flavor, dude. When we have. Um, what um, they have to do a segment on magistrate shopping. Yeah. If, that, if that's a thing. Well, <laughs> when we have when we have my buddy who's from the NYPD get on, I'm going to let him explain how an arrest goes from beginning to end. Um because when I told him how our magistrate system works in the Commonwealth, he was just blown away about. And I was, too, when I moved down here. The fact that you can go to the magistrate and be in and out of booking in an hour or two. Right. And in New York, you're talking about and same thing with D.C. You're talking seven or eight hours minimum for you to hold on to this this uh, this person that you're arresting. <laughs> it's crazy, fucking That's nuts. Insane, dude. Nuts. Yeah, you want to hold on someone that's been fucking shitting themselves, bro? And fucking wasted, belligerent. But they get overtime idiots. for that whole thing, though. They do. They that's why their overtime bro. is fucking through the roof. Yeah, but their sanity. It's not fucking well, and then bad. the other thing is, is how encouraged are you to want to make an arrest when you're sitting there? What's, you know, one arrest is like an eight or nine hour process in the Commonwealth. I mean, you're a go getter. I remember, I remember in my heyday when I was getting a shitload of DUIs, yeah. Yeah. I can get three DUIs in one night yeah. because I was in and out, in and out. In yeah, and, out. Yeah, yeah. and if you're field training somebody, like when I was field training somebody, I would throw them in the passenger seat and say, start working on the paperwork and we go out hunting again. Yeah. And then we get another arrest. Can't do that now. No, you can't do that now. They, right, they need time now. to like understand that they're a police officer. Yeah, I get that. But the thing is, <laughs> is like you have to be prepared to triple, if not quadruple, stack your paper. Because I find now with newer officers, they're not accustomed to juggling four reports at one time. They're one no. report pony. So yeah. I got I got my one trespassing report that I got going on. I'm at, yeah, I can't take another hours, call bro. for an aggravated yeah. assault. 
Yeah, I got I got to yeah. finish the strike. And they're looking and for that's no, to listen, break. That's no fault to that the, to them. It's just what they've been brought up in culture. It's the culture. And I remember when you and I came up and I'm sure people that have been on the job longer than us over 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. That calls for we're service in a league over, of our own. Well, calls for service were through the roof and it was different kind of calls for service. There were violent crimes. There were more yeah. substance behind the crimes. So on midnights, if you held on to one call for the night, a paper call, you were going to get fucking fragged and roll yeah. call the next day. You needed to juggle yeah. four or five reports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think, I think it's the, I think it's changing the times with the, with the type of crime that we're having. I mean, I think the crime never changed. It's just changing its mass, bro. The face is different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we're still having, we don't have really the open air drug markets or the hand to hands in the street, but I mean, it's there, bro. Yeah. You know, even when I work sometimes when I was on the evening shift, I would see it. Oh yeah, Seven Elevens, bro. Oh yeah, dude. I sit there with binoculars, bodegas, corner dude, I, mark. I, yeah, you get your buy your own. I set get my binos. binos out. It's like it's yeah. it's yeah. it's low hanging fruit, man. Barrel, it bro. really is. Yeah. And and what I'm always amazed at, and what I always take it, uh, notice of, is newer officers that want to do that work because I think yeah. spotting and and for those folks that or new to law enforcement or trying to get into law enforcement that are listening to this spotting is when you take like binos or a scope uh, and you look from a long distance and you see hand to hands and you call out what's called a jump. A mm -hmm. jump is uh, a probable yeah. cause jump, yep. Yep. right? You got the PC to make the stop. So you get on the radio and you say, Hey, make I got this uh, white male with blue dungarees on and a white shirt with um, fucking howdy duty on it. I got a PC jump. Mm -hmm. And then you just go and you stop them and you jump them like you grab them. Yeah, that's not happening anymore. I think with Ferguson and Baltimore and Chicago and stuff like that, that stuff is falling to the wayside. Uh, and the new generation of criminals that are coming up aren't growing up with jumps. So yeah. their heads are not on a swivel anymore. Yeah. The old yeah. heads, I, you can always tell an old head because when they're when they're dealing they got their head on a swivel. It's like it, it, they're always looking around. Right, right, the right. youngins, the youngins, all they do is they grab the area where they have their gun. It's yeah. it's it's the weirdest fucking thing in the world because yeah. it's a telltale sign. It's like I didn't even know you were carrying it unless you fucking grab right there. And they yeah, do it all yeah, the yeah, time yeah. now, man. Yeah, all yeah, the yeah, time, yeah. man. That's why they're shooting their dicks off. <laughs> yeah. Because they fucking jam yeah. that shit in Good. their fucking Earth control. Well, yeah. Well, okay. Well. <laughs> All right. Shooting their own days or shooting each other's. Ladies days. and gentlemen, let me introduce you to the new uh DOJ chairman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I encourage you. Yeah. Shoot your dicks off. Yeah. Good shoot. job. Yeah, no, I mean, to your point, man, it's absolutely right, man. I mean, it's just a whole nother, you know, I think it's gonna come full circle though. I think boots on the ground, policing is gonna make its way I back. I think so too. I think you're right. Because it's a you can we can't sustain what we're going through right now where cops are you know, on eggshells, they don't want to fucking do their jobs because they're they're afraid to get indicted. They don't want to lose their house. They don't yeah. want to lose their car. They don't want to lose their pension. Everything comes full circle. We're going to have a veteran officer here that was patrolling during the 80s and the 90s. Um, yes. And, yes. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll discuss what it was like. two years of service, bro. Yeah. 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 I love it. Yeah. yeah. He'll be here. Hopefully that pans out. To it. it will. Uh, he'll come. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we... Really did enjoy episode one. We appreciate you tuning in. We want you to check out rollcallroom.com uh, and check out our um, our website. And also, we are on Patreon. Uh, please help support us with uh, the hosting and keeping up equipment. Go on Patreon. 
You can find all that information out on rollcallroom.com. Mike, anything to send us off? No, with? that's it, man. Just to re- hit it again, you know, bluehelp.org, bluehelp.org. Um, honor, educate, lead, and prevent. We had 187 suicides this year and counting. So if you need it, get the help. Yeah, I want to give one more number to 1-800-273-82555. That's 1-800-273-8255. 800-273-8255. That is the Suicide Prevention Hotline. Please use that as well. Uh, you're not alone out there. Um, we care about you, and we want you to go get help. All right. Like and share. Rollcallroom.com. Like and share on social media. Let's get us out there. More episodes to come. Lots. Awesome. All right, folks, be safe. Watch your six. And as always, everything is off the record.